0: tonight the hog presents another bob and brian podcast bob and brian on demand is brought to you by marcus theaters imagine a whole theater for you and 20 guests book your private cinema at marcus cinemas now for only 99 marcus theaters.com slash private cinema time to talk music news with our music expert is this an, expe- an especially exciting week gary i you know it's
1: Actually,
0: yeah, it's, it's a good week. I think there but, are yeah. two for you. There's, there's South by Southwest, which is always a good time, and a lot of news comes out of there, right? Right. And then there's the Hall of Fame inductees.
1: Right, and that's you know that was the big music news of the week. Of course, the 36th annual Rock and Roll Hall of Fame class, um, Drumroll Please, we have Foo Fighters, the Go-Go's, Tina Turner, Carol King, Jay-Z, and at long last, Todd Rundgren. Getting right. into the Rock Hall. Uh, if you want some, uh, you know, some some good trivia about this, you, three of these are first time ever on the ballot: the Foo Fighters, uh, the Go-Go's, and Jay-Z. Also, three cases where people are getting into the Rock Hall for the second time. Uh, Tina Turner's already in as part of Ike and Tina Turner. Carol King was inducted as a so- songwriter along with her ex-husband Jerry Goffin. And Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters is also in for Nirvana.
0: Isn't that redundant? I mean, I look at sports and you know you don't go in because you played well for the you know Colts if. and uh, 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 Broncos. Or, different or disciplines, like though. Different.
1: It's a different. It's a different thing. And certainly, I mean, you could you could make a case maybe in the cases of like Tina Turner or Carol King to say you know we we got them already. You know they don't need a second honor. Let's use that spot for say, oh, Iron Maiden.
0: Has anybody well, gotten in three times?
1: Ah, uh, there is, there is just, uh, just one who's done that. That's Eric Clapton.
0: No, I think you know you've already been recognized as great. So sure. I was great here, and then I was great, great here. Again. Okay, yeah. and then I was great well, again. Then, oh, well, and,
1: and in the case of something like Dave <laughs> Dave Gold, you know, Nirvana and the Foo Fighters are two different things, and both deserving mm-hmm. of induction. So yeah. you you can't penalize the other five Foo Fighters. Because Dave Girl's already in with uh, Nirvana.
0: All right, because it, it's always debated, who didn't get in?
1: Uh, this year, I think the ones who are creating the most ire among fans are Iron Maiden and Rage Against the Machine uh, to some degree Devo as well. Uh, those, would be, those would be the three. Uh, where it gets really interesting is in the other awards that aren't voted on you know, but are rather selected by some mysterious committee. The Musical Excellence Award this year will be given to Billy Preston, Randy Rhodes, who played with Ozzy Osbourne, and LL Cool J, who's been on the ballot six times and has never gotten in. Now, this mm-hmm. is the award that was created for Ringo Starr a few years ago, and then they used it to get Now Rodgers in after Sheik became the Susan Lucci of the <laughs> of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And then you also have the Early Influence Award with Kraftwerk, Gil Scott Heron, and Charlie Patton, and Clarence Avon, who was a, a very famous music executive, is getting the Ahmed Erdogan Award, which is for non-performers. So, so it's interesting. The thing I, I definitely find interesting is this Musical Excellence Award. This is clearly becoming the vehicle for getting people they want in who can't get the votes. So, you know, that'll be be an interesting one to watch over the years.
0: Who can't get the votes, but they want him in?
1: Um, You know, well, I think, you know, well, like I said, this year it was LL Cool J before. We've had Nile Rodgers. And then, I don't know, is this how Mitch Ryder gets? I'm
0: going to need to see the bylaws on what qualifies as Rock and Roll Hall of Fame material, because LL Cool J certainly was not a rock artist.
1: No, and I feel the same way about Jay-Z. You know, I think Jay-Z is a tremendous artist. You can't take that away from him. Is he is he a rock and roll artist? I don't think so. You know, certain certain rap acts you can make a case for. Run D M C, the Beastie Boys, uh, even Grandmaster Flash, uh, Jay Z. I think we're you know. And then uh, last year it was um, the Notorious B I G. You know, I think we're getting into territory there where these are these are hip hop guys.
0: You yeah, know, isn't not, it more of a I don't know, popular music hall of fame. Well,
1: that's, yeah, that's what, you know, that's kind of what it is. You know, people talk to you about attitude, you know, do they have the rock and roll attitude? Maybe, but, and I think only maybe, but
0: that's going to get harder and harder to define as time goes by,
1: especially as you've got so many out and out rock and roll acts who are not in
0: the hall of fame yet. Right. If they're not careful, it's going to become the rock and roll hole of nothing. (laughs) So <laughs>
1: uh, but, you know, there will always be Rock acts to put in. The
0: question is, will they? All right. All right. Hold yeah. on. Go-Go's get in. That's right. fine. Go-Go's, you want to put the Go-Go's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, that's fine. But no Pat Benatar?
1: And Yet? no Susie no Quattro, you know, yeah. I mean, that's – and it's interesting. I, I talked to the Go-Go's, you know, the – I would have been Wednesday morning uh, when this was announced. and they, All of them they, or one of them? Four, four or five. Um, the only one, Belinda, lives in Bangkok and wasn't on it. Interestingly, so we did this Zoom call at 7 in the morning, and none of them were on screen. You know, cause oh, the, right, yeah. Two, you know, a couple of them are in California, so it was, that would have been, what, 4 o'clock uh, for them. And then one's in Hawaii, and it's 2 a.m. But I, I just cracked up. And you they're know, all we, in their 60s you get on now, the too. Call, yeah, nobody's on camera. <laughs> Um, so, but they were very, they're very conscious of their, their forebears who are not in yet. You know, they had, you know, they, in, in their case, they were coming off a documentary on Showtime that's been getting aired a lot and you know i think that that just kind of hammered people over the head oh yeah the go-go's well they you shouldn't know, have cool. to
0: answer for it it's not they didn't keep no, Pat benatar out of the rock and roll hall of right. fame it's not their fault it's the people who do the voting who should have to answer why isn't pat benatar in the rock and roll hall of fame the i, I good Did for she the Go-Go's. Sing a song with rock and roll in the title like joan jet because joan Jett was in years well, ago. that was
1: Right, and that was you know that that was a little controversial only because people felt like well if you're putting Joan in, put the Runaways in, put the well, band in because they broke the ground that made Joan Jet, and yeah, I think that's a great point. That way you get Joan Jett in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but you know you you maybe do the better or or right thing.
0: I think the most fun about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame class each year. Is the debate about who, how, how did they get in, who and get they're in. not in? Uh, you know, that's I think that's that's the, the most fun part of all of it. So that's absolutely, Tina Turner, by the way, was
1: the winner of the popular vote. She got uh, five hundred five thousand votes in the, the fan vote. Okay, well, so. That, yeah, so it'll be a fun class. I mean, yeah, the class that, is being it, it is being praised for its diversity and its inclusivity. You know, a lot of women in here, you know, you have, you know, you have black artists well represented. So,
0: Do they take that popular vote into consideration like
1: it next becau- year? It becau- uh, maybe, yeah, supposedly they do. Supposedly the nominating committee is to look at the fan vote and say, okay, who do we put on or keep on the ballot? next year you know Iron Maiden will be back on the ballot without question and I'm pretty sure Rage Against the Machine will because they'll finally be getting their tour underway
0: and actually for just sick deep down reasons I hope they don't get it in I hope they don't get in again next year so that we can sit here and go why aren't they getting (laughs) in there will be other people
1: and then you can just then you can talk about the people who haven't even been on the ballot like
0: you know Sticks. oh sticks yeah get to that yeah (laughs) there will be
1: uh there will be, you know, there will never be a shortage of, you know, of debate about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And, well, Sticks and, has
0: got a new album coming out. I mean, how long do you have to put out albums before you get in the Hall of Fame? Twenty-five years. <laughs> okay. Well, be, yeah. twenty-five years after your first uh, release. Yeah. There you go.
1: But I am happy for Grumpy Old Todd Rundgren, you know, who spent most of the past couple years talking about how much he doesn't like the Rock Hall, and now he's getting in. <laughs> <laughs>
0: How are they going to induct everyone this year? Because we're slowly coming out of this whole COVID thing. Are we going to – is it going to be at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? mean, we had the draft in Cleveland.
1: It's slated to be in – right. It's slated to be in – it's slated to be in Cleveland October 30th at the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Which is their big arena aired live on HBO this year? You know that's that's taking your chances live, uh, not because they usually do it a week usually before they, right.
0: edit it and show it to us.
1: Right, so you know clear out five hours of uh, airtime, and no. uh, <laughs> I'm not I'm not entirely sure how they're going to do that, but but we'll be there and we'll we'll definitely see it.
0: You said you talked to the Go Go's this week. You talked to Mickey Dolan's too from yeah. the Monkeys.
1: Yeah, that was fun. Mickey's uh, yeah, Mickey's always a good interview, and he has two pieces of news. One is next week, a week from today, he's releasing an album called Dolan Sings Nesmith. And basically he has covered uh, 14 Mike Nesmith songs, Uh, you know, mostly from all from Mike's solo career, none none from the Monkees. So, you know, listen to the band isn't on there, but it's an interesting project. And then they announced a farewell tour. For the monkeys, who now are Mickey Dolans and Mike Nesmith, yeah. Peter Tork, and David Jones, of course, have passed away. So they do this thing. It's it's technically billed as the Monkeys present the Mike and Mickey Show. So they're going to go out for one more swing, starting in September, and wrap up in the, in the in the middle of November. And that'll be that'll be it for touring under the Monkeys moniker. You know, Mickey says he'll still go out and And do his own shows, but there won't be any monkeys shows in any way, shape, or
0: form. Why is there a Bob Dylan Center in Tulsa, oklahoma
1: that That was where you know when he uh, that's where he sent all his records i mean they this is this museum and and the university down there in Tulsa you know do have they do have a lot of pop culture down there, you know a lot of a lot of thing you know historic archives and you know yeah. documents so uh and then they announced uh this week that the bob dylan center will open in tulsa on may 10th of 2022 so almost a year after the announcement uh they did they have instagrammed a photo of the you know of the outside of the museum i guess we call it the Dylan yeah. center and it's going to it houses and will house more than a hundred thousand artifacts from his archive which is pretty cool uh, they also announced there will be a Bob Dylan artwork exhibition, first ever in the US. It's called Retrospect Retrospectrum and it's going to open on November thirtieth at Florida International University. So Dylan gets around.
0: So this uh, I, was, I was gonna ask if there's any kind of Bob Dylan Center in in Hibbing or Duluth. Not, not, I, but now not, I don't think there's enough artifacts to go around.
1: There, no, there's nothing there. There there is a little something I know in Hibbing and I know his you know, his house is designated a historical monument. Mm-hmm. So they have they have a few things from his childhood. But, no, the good stuff is going to be in Tulsa and the paintings, you know, in Miami. But then, you know, that'll probably tour the U.S. It's already been in Shanghai. So now it's really? coming home. And then also on the Dylan front, Chrissy Hind of the pre- presenters next week, a week from today, will be releasing a new album, Standing in the Doorway, Chrissy Hind Sings Bob Dylan.
0: And, uh, well, you got course- Mickey Dolan's doing Mike Nesmith. you got Chrissy Hines doing Bob <laughs> Dylan. Yeah. It's all people to like, to do, people very- like
1: to do – you know, artists like to do song, you know,
0: songwriter albums. Very confusing. This uh, center that they're going to use for the Dylan stuff, is, is this a new building or is it like a converted sizzler that <laughs> they just uh- – <laughs> It's like they might than, have gotten an old building. Better than a sizzler. It might have been a barbecue joint. Okay. But, uh, All
1: right. No, I know it was I know it was an existing building that they've refurbished and expanded.
0: Okay. I'll, okay. So we've got the Bob Dylan thing going on. ABBA's going, said they're going to, new album for us. We're going to have a new album by the, what, the what end of the say. year? Yeah.
1: That's what they say. Bjorn Ulvase has uh, confirmed that 2021 will see new music from ABBA. He says they've been recording. They're back together. It'll be the first new music since 1981, since the Visitor's album. Now, So so we have this, but let's keep in mind Bjorn said the same thing last year, and Bjorn said the same thing the year before. Uh, Somebody said the same
0: thing in 2018. So you have REO just put out a new album. (laughs) <laughs> you have a WLPX commercial ready to run again. Abba, <laughs> stick, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> so, you yeah, oh, know, who man. knows? Maybe, maybe it'll finally happen. I so mean, you're they... doubtful. You're a little doubtful. It's... I'm
1: skeptical. Okay. Let's call it skeptical. But they've re- they have recorded. With that much has been confirmed.
0: The Grammys, uh, what are they doing there? They announced voting reforms? What are we doing?
1: Yeah, well, after changing, after reforming the voting, they're reforming it again. So what happened this past year was the Grammys switched from – letting its membership choose the nominees, to putting together a group of secret committees. Nobody knew who the members were, and they were like these little cabals. And, you know, they put together the, the nominees, and then, you know, the membership voted, voted for the winners. That, that just caused the proverbial you-know-what storm uh, when it happened, most notably the weekend not getting nominated when he had one of the biggest selling and you know in terms of critics best reviewed albums. It seems of, a little
0: crazy that he wasn't free, nominated,
1: right? So it's so uh, now they're going back to having the membership, you know, uh, choose the nominees. Basically, it was a three a three tier voting system. You know, one was a submissions process where you could throw in anybody you wanted. Then they created long lists that the voting. The membership voted on, and then finally the final ballot, from which the membership chose the winner. So it's the right thing to do. You know, this was when the 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 former, the fired CEO, um, you know, had alleged all sorts of corruptions. This was part of it.
0: That went away quickly. She was going to tell all, wasn't she? And then she, she was, and then and she told quite a lot.
1: And then you know, then they settled the suit, and she and and. You know, to quote the Go Go's, "Her lips were sealed." <laughs> so, so the, you know. But we learned, we learned a little, you know, and we learned, we le- and especially about these committees and you know how they were rife with conflict of interest and people, people pushing their own, you know, their own artists, their own interests.
0: And so. of course, the big story of the week, Gary. Packers and Lions play each other week two. I would
1: say Monday Night Football. Monday Night, Night yeah. Football baby. I was, was going to say wait, we don't have a Taylor Swift or Spice Girls.
0: Jared but, Goff yeah. will take on Blake, Blake Bortles. Bortles.
1: There yeah. you go. It'll be the it'll be the repla- You know there was a movie. This will be the replacement uh, football game.
0: Just <laughs> the game ESPN was dreaming of when oh, they yeah. got this one on the schedule.
1: <laughs> it's not it's not over with Aaron yet.
0: No no I I 100 think he'll be in a Packer uniform when the season starts.
1: Sure, which means you're, well, you're going to beat us anyway, but you'll be beating the Lions again.
0: The <laughs> <laughs> uh, Well, we've been over there. Gary, have a great weekend. <laughs> yeah, you guys too. All right. Talk next week. Gary Graff, our music expert, knows more about it than any of us.